0: Brandon, how you doing?
1: Good, man. Good.
0: Are you over the little tiff we just had on Facebook Live over your haircut? No, but that's fine. We'll we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it after the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. I just I did change my mind. It looks good. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Change your mind now. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Like, ever since we've had our year episode, like Now, I like to look back and kind of see the episodes that we've done in the past, like about a year ago, and see where we were politically and whatnot, and I noticed that exactly to this day, on October the 5th, 2020, the name of our episode was titled... Democracy Taint. Yes, Democracy Taint, and to be honest with you, I haven't listened to that episode since we recorded it and I drove the way home, but I guarantee you. With a month away from election time last year, we made several analogies to how democracy in the United States is like <laughs> that void space between your anus and the bottom of your ball sack, or the bottom of your pussy for you female listeners out there.
1: What uh, also known as the geesh, the goose, the goose. Yep. Yeah. yep. 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 Um, taint the taint. Um. There's a medical term for it that I. I don't, nobody gives a nobody fuck. Nobody cares oh, about. No, <laughs>
0: doctors don't use the medical term. Like <laughs> surgeons who specialize are like, "Yep, that's a fucking taint," <laughs> and they giggle when they're doing surgery on the taint. Oh, what kind of surgery could you do on a taint? It's just a unless it there was it had a head of fissure.
1: Maybe it tears, yeah. like a fissure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the funny word for tear it gets punctured. <laughs> <laughs> it gets burned. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> yeah! How about that one? Um, yeah. Would, would uh, ooh? Would there be like um, like cyst that could happen? Yeah, like a, a taint tumor. That was that was <laughs> a tumor. A tumor. It's a, tumor. <laughs> it's a t- taint tumor.
0: <laughs> well, I got bad news for everybody. That that bleedy pussy taint that we talked about a year ago prior to the election. Democracy is no better, <laughs> and in fact, that taint hasn't changed much since we last talked. In fact, we pretty much have let that taint alone. It's it's, it's we let
1: like it um um fester. Yep, that's that's the exact <laughs> word of I, I was thinking. Fester.
0: <laughs> Nothing that festers is good. Uh beer, beer festers. Is that like a real word they use as far as like the process? No,
1: because of the word "fester" is is terrible. But literally, you let the the yeast fester and and go and okay. but and taints can have yeast on them. So, ex- yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, beer can. No, let's not put that in the mind mind's eye of our listeners. Okay, but just just for the record. <laughs> FDR's
0: wheelchair's taint hasn't changed. It's still dirty. It's raw. It's more infected. Um, we put definitely has an-
1: festered. We put anti-itch medication on
0: it a year ago, but we never
1: washed it, so it's, oh, it's been. Got- it's starting to burn. Yeah, it's burning.
0: It's getting stuck to our FDR's wheelchair underwear, and those little like beady balls of cotton are just kind of stuck
1: to it. Mm. We need Eleanor to clean it off. We- oh, <laughs> chop chop. <laughs>
0: so. Speaking of democracy taint, we uh, one of our uh, topics tonight. We're going to be talking about the off-term, off-cycle elections. Ooh, 2022. Ooh 2021. thousand twenty-two, twenty-one off-cycle.
1: Oh, off-cycle. off-cycle I'm cycle. sorry. Yeah. off cycle. Oh, Next one of those year, big states is Ohio. Yeah,
0: twenty twenty-two is going to be another um, which whole big early.
1: Early um, voter started today. Started today.
0: Yeah. We're going to talk about the uh, Supreme Court uh, sessions coming up and how. More divided the Supreme Court is than ever, but the justices are starting to defend that characterization on both sides a little bit. And Amy Coney Barrett said some stupid shit again, again at a place that totally mocks what she was saying because of where she was at and who she was speaking to. Mm-hmm. But that's Amy Coney Barrett, um, and then we're gonna for all for all of you economists out there who love it when we talk in depth about. Um, legislative process, and uh, the financial system of the United States, we're going to talk about that debt ceiling. Mm,
1: ooh. Let's talk about a debt ceiling.
0: But we promise you, mm. we may use the word filibuster.
1: No, you're going to use it. I'm we use may it.
0: use the word rec- reconciliation. We
1: because may we use the to. word cloture.
0: However, <sighs> we're not going to talk about it. Because we've done that in the past, yep, and it gets really and dry. We'll talk about that next week as <laughs> well. <So, laughs> and I honestly don't understand it all the time. <laughs> so, let's start with the ooh. 2021. Your nipples are getting hard. I know. Excited. You're exciting me. Yeah. Like, I was like, ooh. Yeah, It's it's different than last year, because last year it was just about nerves. Nerves on end over the presidential election. And you always get that way when there's... A presidential election year because you have everybody getting elected. You got the president, you got the House, you got a third of the Senate, and the stakes nationwide are always super high. So, yeah. yeah. But off term. Off term elections. Those are like the boring elections that nobody pays attention to. No, they're not. But in the past, that's where you have the lowest voter turnout, the lowest media attention, the lowest engagement by the public, which is why. A lot of people get away with a lot more shit <laughs> out yeah. of the results of the election. So, yeah, you are correct. They are extraordinarily important. They just don't garner the attention that the
1: other elections do because they're not nationwide. Exactly. It, yeah, um, they're just isn't not just as important, but especially like mm-hmm. the Congre- congressional or the Senate and stuff. Yeah, it, it it's the same thing, but you don't have them linked quite as much to the national exactly uh, exactly hubbub right so just like a refresher Hubbub. refresher That's hubbub, a stupid
0: tonight um for our listeners yeah, out there any odd numbered election year is not a national election year so what you're going to have is in all 50 states you may or may not have a gubernatorial election it depends on their constitution you're going to have uh state legislature elections You're going to have city council elections. You're going to have school board elections. You're going to have county commissioner elections. You're going to have all those little small state and local things that, man, we've learned the really hard way over the last year. Have a
1: huge
0: impact, not just on state and local policy, but now national policy and Supreme Court decisions. So, hold on to your fucking seat while I finish this horrible Seagram spiked crisp green apple drink. I don't even know we brought that. Because I'm thirsty and I forgot my drink up. In my car. So, we forgot to make tea tonight. We did forget to make tea.
1: Oh, we're gonna have to make tea later. We will. get We'll have tea later. We'll we'll make a pause and get some. some... Dave, I've got the um, you know the Yorkshire tea that I usually give you. Oh, you got? I've got Yorkshire gold. Did it come? It it, yeah. Yeah. It is pretty fantastic. It's pretty fucking good. It's it's man, really good. It's really good. God, we should make some. Well, we're going to. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Anything's gonna taste better than that Seagram's spiked crisp. You know what's? Funny? I I don't hate it. No, it's it's like
0: feeling okay on my palate right now. Okay, I don't know why. It's <laughs> the marine drinking. Yes, yeah, because I, I I went comes. to the local store and it's a fucking pint. I bought two of them. <laughs> I bought that and what was the other piece of shit? Four loco. Four loco. And I walk up, and I didn't look at the price of them. I walk up, and I'm like, She's like, that'll be $2.15. I'm like,
1: oh, ho, ho. well, the can says premium. <laughs> We're having a deal today, Dave. <laughs> and then the
0: other one, the Loco had a word that described the artificial coloring in it, but it was a word I never seen before, and it was yeah. scary sounding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it said carcinogenic, possibly. Um, looking at that can makes my bowels shudder. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, my bowels are always shutters. So okay. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> man,
0: okay. Jesus Christ. So before we get into some of the specifics, I know you want to talk about Ohio a little bit, and we're going to talk about a couple of the you know the bigger state elections that are going on, things to watch. Um. One thing that has really fucking changed, I mean really fucking changed in the past four years, and especially in the last year, is that non-political elected positions that are either voted on non or are voted on partisanly, but the job, Ganter's non-partisan work, has changed and become extraordinarily partisan, if you follow. Ooh,
1: that, No, that, that's a good point. It's yeah. um, jobs that were recognized as being political are now being forced in one direction yeah. or the other.
0: Yeah. If For example, I'm going to give you an opposite example. So I live in a county. I don't live in a city, and there's a county commission, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy that has been on the county commission for quite a while, and he's running again. Okay. He is running as a Republican. Okay? His personal Facebook page, he's fucking Republican. He's fucking conservative. He's fucking religious, Okay? However, every single thing he does and says in regard to his county commission is about roads and businesses and zoning and promoting organizations. Like, he does it the right way. He has actually built growth in the community. So when I go to the ballot box in November, I'm going to vote for this guy. Because he's not letting his partisan politics determine what he does as a county commissioner.
1: So you're not letting the national party politics dictate who yeah. you should vote for. Right. He gotcha.
0: understands his job is about bridges and the new ice cream shop down the street. He's not trying to enforce an abortion ban in the county. And that, but that's happening all over the place. I mean, you've got mayors, you've got little town and village council. They're like doing the sanctuary city bullshit, where they're trying to ban abortion in their town to force legis not legislation. They're trying to force lawsuits
1: with the mm. hope that
0: they rise up through the state level and through the national level to uh, uh, overturn Roe versus Wade.
1: Right. So, you, so you're saying that there, there can be a Differential between national Republicans and and, uh, local Republicans? Yes. Oh, get the (laughs) fuck out, you fascist. Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, but they're doing it at a level that is like, like multiplied exponentially compared to where it was even four years ago. I mean, these local legislatures, these little towns that tend to be Republican and conservative when you look at the overall... You know, geographic map of the country. And that's,
1: that's fine, because sometimes that, that speaks to them more mm-hmm. than, like, a, a whatever the Democrats are saying in that local town. Right. And it's, it's fine if, like, oh, the Democrats want to, uh, like, give fucking uh, uh, cotton swabs to the newborn babies in the the sense that it has to be organic. Or, like, well, we can't provide organic cotton swabs to the babies how about we just build a road that makes the ambulance get there better? (laughs) Right, 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 right.
0: Logistical shit to run cities, towns, and counties. I mean, that's what they're supposed to do. Now you got school boards. There's no Republican or Democrat label on school board members, but everything's about critical race theory. Everything's about, like, you know, liberal infiltration into schools. So those are politicized. Everything's politicized. Everything has an agenda. And these elections even on the off cycle are going to have really major implications because it's going to change state law it's going to force lawsuits it's going to for- force court decisions all kinds of shit
1: yeah and, and these things shouldn't be political, politicized, politicized. It could be you make Pli- your own word.
0: Politicized.
1: Pli- I'm fumbling over <laughs> my words too. I must be, a, you know, I must have a
0: case of democracy taint tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it'll get you <laughs> <laughs> it will. every fucking time you sit down <laughs> or try to walk. If you stand still. You're it's fucked. Fine. <laughs> you're fucked. Stand you're
1: still. Fu- no, that just lets it get get further in your brain. If your
0: taints democratized,
1: <laughs> you're just fucked. You might as well kill yourself. <laughs> so, I mean, these things that shouldn't be politicized are, or, 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 um, not even politicized, but um, pardonized, pardonized partisan slant on them yes and there, there you go. go i was trying to force a word i'm like that might be a word no it's not a word please pick another word because i don't have another one <laughs> a partisan slant on them yeah it should be where it is it, not speaking to the national politics of it it's speaking to what per, uh, participates in the government of that local spot right and it, it shouldn't be I mean, we're getting very, very good at at making sure that all that slant is brought into every decision Mm -hmm. of local politics. Absolutely, it doesn't necessarily mean like you could have two people in a town saying that one wants the other, one wants the other. Well, who's anti-vax? Right. I was like, God damn, no! We we just want to know, like, who's gonna fund the uh, the uh, teachers union? And what are they going to teach? Are they going to teach, oh, fuck, are we back to the fucking anti-vax shit? Yeah, right. <laughs> We're back to it. I don't know. It, uh, should Emily Dixon be, be brought up in schools? I don't know. Is she anti-vax? Right, yeah, God damn it. <laughs>
0: yeah, everything is partisan. Everything is political. And what it does, not only does that suck, but it keeps them from doing the jobs that they're supposed to do. And that's to keep their locality and their school district running and operating with a decent budget and getting real shit done. Yeah, and it, it yeah. kind
1: of brings that um, that uh, uh, comedy routine. Well, I'm against this. Well, I'm against this. That's what I'm against. I'm against it too. Well, I'm against you. Well, I'm against you. <laughs> We're against each other for being the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that that kind of uh, uh tomfoolery yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about anymore
0: yeah you're just against things no matter because you're against mm-hmm. them it, it doesn't make any sense and again like if, if you're a local official you actually like get to do things that actually affect real change where national politicians it's more of a vague concept i mean you can actually put your finger on helping people in your community by doing all kinds of things you know, that has nothing to do with any kind of partisan politics. I mean, the people that live in those communities want those things. I mean, people want to see real tangible effects of what their government's doing. And like with this guy that I'm talking about. Politics aside, I don't give a fuck who he is politically. But if he's not bringing that in to his position of power, then yeah, man, I'm going to vote for you. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, there's no Democrats running where I live because it's a bunch of fucking Hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a goddamn choice. I either vote for some Republican or I don't vote for anybody at all. I don't have choices on odd number of years. I just have to sit back and be like, okay.
1: And, and then we've said this time and time before. It's not because... We're Democrats, not because of choice. It's because what's left. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's an interesting thing. Like, um... It... it it kind of gets um, the national conversation kind of swallows up the local politicians, where they don't have anything to say. So w- the platform they w- they would normally run on is different to what the national politics mm-hmm. is. But then they have to run on that because they get primary. They get yeah. Well, especially now that it's so 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 bad of 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 just dividing the left from the right that they have to mm-hmm. to get money. Yep. because money—it takes a lot of money to run for public office. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, or um, the support from the the top up. Mm-hmm. It, it was like, well, what, do you, what are you saying about the 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 ideas that I run on? Well, no, I think you're fucking insane. But I'm a Republican too, right? But I also think that we need to fix the bridge down in uh right fucking East and a hundred and West. And that's what makes it a
0: sad situation. Um. I mean, back again to a local community close to where I am where they've declared the town a sanctuary city and the entire city council is super right wing evangelical Christian. They're fucking nuts. They deserve to get out of office and replaced. But now there's a group of people going up against them and putting up their own candidates. But they are the most far left. I mean, it's like, (laughs) I mean, they're they're, they're just, I mean, it's just driving me crazy. It's like, fix the roads, assholes. (laughs) <laughs> just do that shit and it's really frustrating to see like what this is coming to, and my I hope crystals it comes to pass.
1: we will fix the attire that you blew on the pothole mm-hmm. you just yep. need to vote for my crystals you just need to vote for my crystals all right <laughs> man
0: uh, so we're going to get to some of these specifics here real quick just in general these state legislatures most of the time most of the time they are heavily one party controlled or the other. And the outcome of those um, legislative elections rarely changes the balance. It might change the numbers, but it doesn't change the overall balance. So when you take a look at state legislatures across the country, what they are right now are most likely to change. With some exception. All right? Ooh, with oh. With some exception. Oh, exceptions? Yes. All right? So...
1: Why don't you start with Ohio? Well, because I'm not prepared to start with Ohio, Dave. I thought you said, ooh, I have something to talk about with Ohio. No, I just said oh, they so. were... <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I just said that they were... That they were... There was... Our our uh, local state was having... Out of... Uh, there was early voting this week.
0: Oh, okay. You were just making that point. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you had a big I Ohio
1: story to tell, but no. I didn't know of. I was nope. getting
0: excited. Nope. So he early just voting just started being Ohio. completely yeah.
1: unprepared. Wait, early voting? Yeah. Why do they hate America? I didn't say it was mail-in voting.
0: Dave. Why Why do they hate America? Oh, no, they don't because they're the white. The only way to vote is to
1: go no, no, to the no, no. ballot
0: box on election day with five forms of ID, no, white skin,
1: No, because white smile. people can't make it. Always on election day. Dave. Oh. The oh. white people can't
0: make it. And the ones that can't make it, we know how they vote.
1: No, no, we, we kind of like gerrymandered them. Oh, okay, we draw yeah, them around so because matter. that's what we do. All
0: right. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so Virginia, 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 um, they are going to be voting for... For the House of Delegates, as well as electing a new governor, so um, their Senate is already, um, you know, heavily Democratic. That's not going to change, and the outcome of this election is going to determine whether or not the Democrats uh, keep the House. Of Burge, uh, delegates. I almost said Burgesses. Virgins? Burgesses. The, Burgesses. the House of
1: Virgins? Yes, the House of Virgins. Virginian? Yeah, they've been fucking their Virgi- cousins for a long time. Uh, Virginia's for lovers. <laughs> we just never said who.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and elected a new governor. So, um, they, they for, uh, for uh, since the last election cycle, they kind of hold on to that trifecta of government. Um, it's been short-lived, and we're going to see if they hold on to that majority. So... Virginia is one of those states where what you see happening in the gubernatorial race and the legislative race every time, it seems to be a, like a little like gauge on where the nation stands. It's kind of like a, a test, so to speak right yeah it's just i, I don't it, they're not in the national election phases i mean obviously you know the, the floridas of the world it's like the putting the a world. thermometer out there it is it's a thermometer it's a little test to see what the country's feeling because virginia is always kind of a border state when it comes to well, it's, it's it, it yeah literally,
1: it's, it's maryland washington dc yeah. west virginia mm-hmm. pennsylvania i mean it, there's a lot of it's, different it's, attitudes it's rural it's it. urban
0: it's suburban it's much more diverse than people make it out to be just because the the land area is so rural um so it, it it it's it's a gauge so it actually helps us take a look to see where we would stand if it was midterm election time right now
1: Ooh, yeah kind of like uh, new hampshire in, in the presidential exactly Not Iowa, fuck Iowa. You never
0: can tell from Iowa, but once you get to New Hampshire (laughs) and you get to a couple of those other primaries, you kind of you know have a little bit of a gauge as to what's going to happen. So, who cares about Virginia? Fuck them. But
1: (laughs) pay attention to what it means for future elections. Yeah, it's a good way to look at things. Like it's kind of like an early poll, right? That's actually accurate. Because it's actual voting, <laughs> yeah, which is accurate
0: with an extremely low margin of error, because it's not democracy tainted by corruption and cheating and all that shit. Which oh. is why we don't need to change those
1: laws. Oh, you mean the the fake mail ballots? right? Oh, okay. Exactly, the okay. ones that don't exist. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah gotcha. Yeah. I was confused. Yep,
0: yep. So um, it's actually gone from like leaning democratic to a toss-up. So. I mean, it's kind of reflective of national politics. Um, Joe Biden and his administration was very popular in the first few months of his administration. Now the popularity's waning a little bit. People still support the policies, but they're really not sure on the decision-making process of the administration. I think a lot of the stuff surrounding Afghanistan and um, the the virus and and things
1: the like virus that, and the the infrastructure bill, the infrastructure bill, the um, um, his his whole agenda as well. I think the Republicans, as they always do, have done a good job at framing shit in the wrong message. Yeah. Of, uh, that he just wants to. And now you had the debt ceiling issue and shutting down the government. And mm-hmm. they're doing a very good job at framing that as his fault. Right. When it's not no. his fault.
0: No, and we'll all. talk about that when we get to it. We're just trying yeah. to fund shit we've already agreed to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Right. And I I, I think um, the Joe Biden administration is kind of realizing this, Mm -hmm. but I don't think the Democrats are quite realizing this.
0: Right. People are overall fed up with government in general right now. Polling is showing dissatisfaction with Democrats and Republicans. Um, You know, Joe Biden... You know, kind of, we're kind of an unclear, unchartered unch- territory with his administration right now. There's a lot of issues that are out of the administration's control. I mean, talking about global supply lines. Um, we just had a major oil spill. Um, we have great economic recovery on the other side oh, of things. Oh,
1: speaking things about our, out of Joe Biden's control. Yeah. Um, Jim Jordan, our favorite Democrat or Republican our favorite in Clinton Ohio, office. yeah. In Congress, uh, just tweeted out To Joe Biden saying make gas cheaper. Oh
0: yeah, because presidents determine gas prices.
1: Or they produce they they determine every commodity price. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Especially on the global um, stage. And if
1: if presidents could just determine gas prices, wouldn't it all be free? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's the most popular person. You didn't hear that Joe Biden's the Earth Emperor? Oh
0: Oh, yeah. Exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Biddy be bobity boop.
0: Click your heels together and mm. to make it happen.
1: I wonder what if we went. We should go to OPEC and, and make sure they remember that Joe Biden's the uh, earth emperor. Yeah. And yes. they should make more oil cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Because OPEC listens to the United States. Yeah. All the time. All the so time. we just tell them. Earth Emperor said, make this cheaper hmm. now. Ah, they'd respond pretty quickly. Yep. You know what we should do, which which is the most effective thing that we could do? Mm-hmm. Is we could tweet OPEC. Be like, Earth Emperor says cheaper. Yeah, let's is... <laughs> do it. Maybe just have a button. God damn it. Since they maybe. criticized Joe Biden, how we he just speaks. just made...
0: Just a button. We, a we made, cheaper button.
1: We... <laughs> but we literally made... Fun of a congressman in twenty seconds of how stupid he was, and we're not that smart, right? We made fun of him being stupid, a congressman, right. yeah, in twenty seconds off the top of our heads, right? Immediately, <laughs> that any teenager could <laughs> let fucking figure let, out. let that sink in. Two idiots on a podcast made a congressman look dumb.
0: Yeah, right. Where wait wait where's the wait. other idiot? I'm looking. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh. Oh, oh, That could go against you and me. I see what you yeah. did there. I hear We're you. also I not very you. good script writers. No, we're not. Like, <laughs> what
0: script? What the fuck is that?
1: All right, huh? We're the
0: Ramblers, so we're gonna move on. So the okay. lesson we learned oh, from that ship. 2021 right. election cycle Hold is on.
1: that yes, I'm gonna keep up with you. All right, where are you going? Where are you going? Oh, we're going to the
0: Supreme Frickin' Court. Oh, and I said fricking like I can't say fucking on this
1: podcast. Okay, we're gonna make the Supreme Court sound stupid or we're we gonna be sound stupid about the Supreme Court. I don't know. We'll find out.
0: Both, absolutely both. And stay
1: in tune. Yeah.
0: Stay tuned. <laughs> I will never, ever, ever say on this podcast or anywhere else that the people on the Supreme Court are stupid. Fuck no. They're smart, they know what they're doing, and they lie. And they have turned into politicians, not all of them, but they have turned into politicians. And the Supreme Court is just another political branch of government that just happens to have the final say. Um, And and does it go both ways, liberal and conservative? Yeah, you can make that argument. Absolutely. Because with every guaranteed, predictable vote that Clarence Thomas makes, that I hate... The same exact predictable vote is going to come from Alega, Elena Kagan and Sonia Sotomayor, who I would happen to agree with in most cases. So the predictability of how these people are going to vote, it it, okay. it just, we know this to be true.
1: I think it used to be on how they would determine the law. So like you'd have a um, originalist. Yep. Would determine it this way. Mm-hmm. You'd have um, another version of the law determined this way. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you'd, I'm struggling on what the term is. Help me, Dave. Um, precedent? Precedent. Yeah. Yeah. Determine it this way. It wasn't on political mm-hmm. ideas, it was rather how you determined the law. How
0: you viewed the law to be interpreted. Strict interpretation. Versus a broad interpretation of the Constitution, correct, so yep. p- traditionally that strict interpretation is what you would consider to really be a conservative argument. You're taking the language of the Constitution and the language of precedent, and you're taking that and you're applying it to new cases,
1: okay right, 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 and they're take but what seems to be now is that the justices are taking the idea of the argument and going on their political alignments Mm -hmm. rather than have this aligned up with how they Mm -hmm. review the law. Right. The issue is their
0: square peg and the law is the circle and they're trying to cram it in no matter what. I mean, these justices are human. They've always been human and their their opinions... Are going to have some influence. We can't deny their human qualities, but they also have a responsibility to follow the law. Um, So, the broad interpreters in the past, like, for example, you know, people passing landmark decisions like Brown versus Board of Education to overturn Plessy versus Ferguson, they used precedent, the language of Plessy that said, you know, separate but equal, and said, Due to what we have seen happen in this country, separate is inherently unequal. Therefore, that's unconstitutional. So even though it's a landmark decision that's changing a lot in back in the 50s, that was definitely called a liberal decision, they're still using the basis of constitution and precedent to make that legal argument. Whereas today, they're, 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 use, they're crafting language that ties to precedent but they're bastardizing it
1: what i think is i think you said it perfectly right there they're crafting language and they're using that craft to decide what their political ideals are yes and they're doing it on both sides
0: absolutely one
1: more than the other right they're doing it on both sides mm-hmm. they're not using the language of precedent mm-hmm. and they're not using the language of originality mm-hmm. either right
0: absolutely and, and, and as we've mentioned on this podcast before, you see John Roberts trying to navigate this. I, obviously poorly, but I think he's <laughs> yeah. he's trying to do it. And I don't know if it's for the sake of the Supreme Court or if it's about the legacy of his court. Because I, when he retires... If he retired today, the the stamp on his court would be partisan
1: politics took over the Supreme Court. Well, I think that um, if he's smart enough, he's going to realize that's going to happen anyway. Um, maybe he's just kind of confused where he he's like, oh, I'm the Supreme Court. We're going to do this. We've done this all the time. Do do do. He's driving down the road and he like looks in his rearview mirror and says, Partisan politics just fucking coming up his ass. And He goes, Oh, why are they doing that? yeah well they
0: they rear-ended me
1: Mm -hmm. i'm gonna pull over and talk to them about it oh they didn't pull over oh now they're ramming me again like yeah i think maybe he's confused like he doesn't realize the situation that he's in right 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 and then just got blindsided by this uh partisan juggernaut coming at him and he's just going well fuck i'm with them because i have to be yeah right? Maybe. Uh, I know. I don't, I don't...
0: But but not only in the decisions, but it's it's festering down into the uh, the granting the writs. I mean, the choices that the court's making of what courses to take up, what cases to take up and which not to take up are, are falling along these same lines. It's not like what has a, con- like when they take up a court case, does it have a constitutional question that hasn't been answered? Does it rise to a constitutional question that needs addressing? And they're not using that to determine whether to take a case on or not. And that's their job. That's why they only accept about point-something percent of the cases that come up is because they can't... They'll, they'll go back to previous court decisions and say, all oh, that constitutional question has already been answered. So legislating from the bench, yeah, it sounds like that's happening a lot these days. Yeah. Yeah. But can yeah. we... What? What? Can we talk about... My least favorite. No, not my least favorite. That, that would be that would be r- rape and all. But one of my least favorites, Amy Coney Barrett. Do you know she's the only Supreme Court justice on the bench right now that didn't go to Harvard or Yale? Really?
1: Yeah. Do you know where she got her law degree from? Um, Columbia? Nope. And I mean the, the country, not the Ivy League school. No, we um, haven't talked about sports yet, but this is my segue. <laughs> okay.
0: She went to the 4-1 uh, and Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Of which the I did know University that. Why did of I know Cincinnati that? Bearcats a- handed defeatedly.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: they did. Do you know that that victory is what I've been wanting to happen ever since Brian Kelly left in 2009. And that was my Super Bowl. That was my World Series. I didn't know that. Yes. That was the most important single football game I've ever watched in my life and I've ever cared about. And it came out my way.
1: Congratulations, man. Hell, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Brian
0: Kelly left UC. He, He went to... I don't blame him for going to Notre Dame. It's fucking Notre Dame. But his team found out when he was doing his press conference at Notre Dame wearing his Notre Dame shit. That's how the city of Cincinnati and his own players Ooh, were now. That's pretty shitty. And he left us out to drive for the Orange Bowl where we went and fucking played Tim Tebow and got destroyed like five hundred and nothing. So Cincinnati fans have hated Brian Kelly ever since that. Not for mm. going to Notre Dame, but, but how the he way left. he did it. Yes. And Notre Dame paid UC one point two million dollars to come up there on a Saturday and play him. And we kicked their fucking Ass in the ground that's pretty cool yes it's the best story of all time so amy coney barrett can i get a fuck you fuck you yes so <laughs> she was speaking the other day touchdown yes, <laughs> jesus this goes in the category of you can't make this shit up so she was speaking the other day um trying to justify or deny that the supreme court isn't what we just characterized it at. And this is what she said. She said, my goal today is to convince you that this court is not compromised of a bunch of partisan hacks. Instead, she said, competing judicial philosophies control the way the justices look at the legal issues before them." Now, before we blow through the smoke screen and see that judicial philosophies is the same fucking thing as political ideology.
1: Right. And... When you have to frame your argument saying that we're not hacks, <laughs> something's up.
0: Well, do you know where she this, said this at? What event?
1: Oh, oh The fucking uh, something about Notre Dame. Nope. Nope. She was at the University of Louisville. Oh.
0: Uh. And it was an event marking the 30th anniversary of the opening of the... McConnell Center <laughs> at the University of Louisville. So the fucking place is named after Mitch, who was single-handedly instrumental in the nearly party-line confirmation of her to the Supreme Court under Donald Trump. Isn't you, there a
1: law about that? There's not a nope. law,
0: and it's fucking insane. I mean, oh my god, she. I mean, okay, say what you're gonna say, but you're saying it at the McConnell Center where he was there clapping as she spoke can i get a fuck you amy coney barrett
1: fuck you amy coney barrett yeah i i i can't even i can't even met like all right hey dave you you nominate me to uh Judge the world series yeah i'm a big dodgers fan mhm dodgers got a bad call mhm mm, i'm gonna overrule that now they're in the World Series. Right. And now I get to judge who wins the World Series. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's insane. And then on their win, I thank you. Mm-hmm. But not thank you. I said, you know, some smart person wearing glasses who talks to me on a weekly basis from the other side of the aisle, the, by the aisle desk, mm-hmm. and he put me in this place. And I'm I'm so honored that he put me in this place to announce the Dodgers as the 2042 World Series champions. <laughs> yeah. And it it really brought God brought us together to make sure this happened. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. Are you fucking kidding me? No,
0: I'm not kidding you. That's the reality. Yeah.
1: That's a real analogy. It's real. It's, it's a stupid analogy, but, but it's, it's true. fucking it fits, relevant.
0: It fits the story perfectly. <laughs> yeah. It's a dumbass analogy, but it fits it again. Again, we're staying stupid shit, but it's reality. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, we can't make this shit up. <laughs> but, let I mean, lo and behold, I mean, this Supreme Court term, I mean, there's a really good chance they're going to tackle abortion in landmark fashion. Mm-hmm. the second amendment in landmark fashion
1: mm-hmm.
0: religious liberty probably in terms of vouchers
1: okay which Reli- also affects- religious liberty let me uh let me make a prediction fuck muslims christianity maybe jews
0: Jews, if it fits your evangelical self image,
1: oh, yeah, so I'm saying maybe Jews, yeah, not real Jews, but, but if the idea, atheist, the idea of Jews, if you're eight, a- <laughs> okay, yeah, the yeah. idea of <laughs> Jews, if you're atheist, mm, you better fucking uh, pledge allegiance a lot. You better, <laughs> you better, <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it is, and then also maybe even affirmative action, so. The core, like, think about it, the core of progress, the core of fundamental progressive ideas are under attack. I mean, we always kind of like, you know, whenever liberals get scared or want to shock people into thinking that the conservatives are coming... They always make this analogy of taking us back to the 1950s. They always kind of say that, you know. We might fucking be there soon.
1: No, even the 50s were like terrible. It might be going back to like the 1890s when the fucking Quakers were the the people of reason at the time. Yeah,
0: and still are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually. No, they're actually pretty. They were spot
0: on from day one. (laughs) They were like the fucking cool motherfuckers all the time. Yeah.
1: The society of friends. Fuck, we might have our own Christopher Columbus holiday. Yes, a new one. Right, fucking uh, a Cortez holiday. Cortez holiday. Hernan Cortez. Yes. (laughs) Fuck, it might be the Barrett holiday. Who knows? (laughs) The Barrett. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) No, it'll be a
0: national holiday for Ronald Reagan. That's what they're going to do.
1: No, they don't even agree with them anymore.
0: No, they don't. They don't.
1: It's going to be. What's that uh, That professor, uh, Jordan? Not sure. Oh, fuck. Well, anyway, I think it's going nowhere, but it, it's going to be like somebody like the Ben Shapiro holiday. <laughs> the Ben <laughs> Shapiro holiday. <laughs> Crazy. He spoke up against reason. He spoke up against reason. <laughs> All
0: right. So um, the Supreme Court session starts in October. It just started right now. So basically, what happens is everybody talks about the Supreme Court in October. Nobody talks about the Supreme Court for months, and then June rolls around, and all the decisions are made. Okay, so yeah, on to our next topic. I wait, think we've talked wait. about that quite. His yeah, tea break. Oh, tea break. Yeah. Yep. Only if I'm in charge of the tea bags. Well, well always. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, faithful listeners, we're going to take a tea break. <laughs> tea and we'll break. be back shortly. <laughs> All right, listeners, we're back from our tea break, and uh, if uh, Dave agrees with me, this this tea is pretty, pretty fucking smooth, man. It's really I, smooth. I, I enjoy it. I'm just excited you gave me the good stuff for once. Yeah, well, yeah, because we're <laughs> we're about to go into something rough. It's, <laughs> it's nothing anybody really wants to talk about, but they want to scream about and yes. say they know way more than they do. Uh huh. And that is The Debt Ceiling.
0: Yes, so The
1: Debt Ceiling. I thought we just need a little refreshment to go into this. And we definitely need a um, little refreshment to talk about it. Yeah. Because it's um, it's stupid. And it's bipartisan. And it's going to continue throughout the ages. Right. And it's it's as simple as this.
0: Allocating money via debt to pay for things that you have already voted to fund. This could be either <laughs> new things or things that have been funded since the beginning of time. And when you don't raise the debt limit to pay for it, you can't spend the money, which means programs immediately, I mean immediately, stop getting funding and they don't work anymore. Yeah. And the Republicans have characterized this because even though this is supposed to be partisan, they're saying, well, the Democrats, all they're wanting to do is, you know, raise their credit limit on a credit card that's already maxed out. And people go, see, yeah, there's Democrats, all they do is spend. But the reality is, is that... This is money that's already been spent. <laughs> and they just have to fucking pay for it. So the counter argument to that is what are you going to do? Default on
1: what you owe? Right. And if Republicans, this is such a stupid argument, if Republicans want to counter raising the debt ceiling, then stop the fucking wars. Right. Stop them. Oh, yeah. we, we did. Yelled about that. Mm -hmm. Stop the Iraq War. We did. We'll kind of stop that. Stop the tax cuts for the rich. And like, (laughs) debt, income. Money coming in versus money going out. Who spent more? Right. The Republicans by a large amount.
0: But that's not what, and the Republicans have done a great job at it. That's not what a lot of people believe. They believe Democrats are spend and spend and spend and spend. But the money they do spend happens to be for the environment, for COVID,
1: for poor people, for minority people, for recovery programs. You know what's really actually, when I was researching this, what really pissed me off was that the Republicans were all about spending money on war and fighting people and the rich mm-hmm. and then complaining about when we actually spent it on Americans. Right. When did that become the patriotic? Citizenry. When when did when did spending money on things that were internal become fucking socialist or or communist instead of like what they want to spend money on is fighting people abroad. Right. Or or giving and, money to militaries abroad.
0: And what that does is that perpetuates the military-industrial complex, which funds m- corporations that support the military. So they're supporting... And wouldn't it become, its wouldn't it become
1: patriotic to take the money that you made from these wars and put it offshore? We're going to talk about the Pandora mm-hmm. Papers yeah. later, because we have to research that, because it's pretty complicated. <laughs> but wouldn't it become patriotic to give tax breaks to people who... Move their money offshore to make more money instead of actually investing, investing in people in internally exactly yeah. When did that become unpatriotic? When did that yep. become a bad idea?
0: Yeah.
1: And I want to see I want to see those arguments exactly when when they're I want to see Mitch McConnell try to defend that when he's right. saying I'm not going to raise the debt ceiling. Yeah. When he voted for two international wars that cost. Trillions of dollars a year, right, right,
0: and he's voted to raise the debt ceiling every fucking time, except for now, <laughs> right? Except for now, because we'll so, yeah, yeah, and, and and here's what's happened: neither party is going, no part, nobody wants the United States government to default, so it ain't going to happen. Newsflash, motherfuckers. No. Okay, this is the same shit: the government shutdown stuff. There's always averting a disaster at the last minute. Blah 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 blah. It's not going to happen. But I'm telling you right now. If you listen to what the Republicans are saying, they are willing to shut down the government for the sake of politics. I mean, this could result Again, in cascading job losses. They did
1: this under Trump, too. Yeah.
0: Shutdown of tens and billions of dollars in COVID-19 recovery. in um, near freezing credit markets. I mean, I mean, just, just, just fucking, like, Medicare benefits, military sa- salaries, tax refunds, Social Security checks, uh, paychecks to federal workers, payments to federal contractors, all that shit... Would stop. Yeah. If you don't raise the debt limit. The only way to do that is to raise the debt limit eventually. Do it. Do it. You have to. There's no other choice.
1: Yeah. Like you said before, you already spent the money.
0: Right. This isn't like upping your credit <laughs> limit to buy new stuff. And that's what the way they're characterizing it. Well, they just want to raise the debt limit so they can do all this fucking socialist bullshit. So this is shit that's been passed already. This is stuff that's owed. Money's the, owed to bunch shit.
1: Their argument is that they want to red, raise the debt ceiling to mm-hmm. pay for the 3 3.5 trillion dollar infrastructure bill. Mm-hmm. That's how they're they're framing it. No. But you have again, to raise like, the like debt I said, again next year to do that. Why is it so bad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why is it so bad when we're investing in our own fucking people every single time every single time because that's not who they care about
0: it's just not who they care about
1: no and it and it makes it it, it's such a um disingenuous argument and it's such a way to frame it that it makes it they can do it in a way that it's like oh that's common sense yeah but they're it's half truths Mm -hmm. to people and it's it's making half arguments and then framing it as a full argument and going Democrats bad. Mm-hmm. Democrats aren't very good at doing that. Mm-hmm. They try to. They really do try to. But the Republicans are so insidious at doing it that they've got it down to an art form. Where like, no, we're not going. We're going to stop this crazy um, government spending. You've already done it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you've already fucking spent it. Right. But, if we want to invest in things that actually make a difference rather than wars, tax cuts, tax havens. Mm-hmm. well, no, we we don't do that. Yeah, well, fuck that. like right. and then then they attacked Democrats for wanting to maybe tax the rich, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe, possibly. <laughs> possibly. But the Democrats are such fucking cowards that they're not right. going to stand up to it. And actually, explain things. But then again, like I don't think people want shit explained to them in the first place. I think they just want to hear sound bites and Ooh. make it easier to to kinda, understand, to even though you're to, not understanding you're, anything. Yeah, to try to understand it because it takes some work. I mean, we do this podcast, and I have to fucking research this shit. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> like
1: it's like. Huh, I didn't and we don't even do that good of a job. <laughs> well, so here's what's funny,
0: is that you know, I was researching this today and I'm trying to find good information, XYZ, without boring everybody to death. And then I found an interesting article this is great. that you have up right now. And I thought it was a joke. But it's actually wait, wait, stop. not a joke.
1: Dave came in and we were talking about what we we're gonna talk about. Yeah. And he said this to me. And I was like, do you want to do another Monty Python sketch? Do you <laughs> want to, is this a, like a lead-in that we're going to do? Is this we going to make <laughs> yeah. fun of the joke that we're this. not doing? Is, is this how we're going to open the episode just to be silly? And he was like, right. no, no, this is an actual thing. <laughs> this is an actual thing. So
0: let's just say the Republicans and Democrats can't agree on the debt ceiling. Reconciliation fails. Straight up votes fail. Is there anything else that could be done? And the answer is yes. Now, now, we live in the world of fucking cryptocurrency. We live in the world of like electronic funds. I, I went to the BMV yesterday and paid with a check and I felt like I was in the 1970s. Like, it's fucking 2021. But the savior, the savior... Of our country's economy is going to be possibly in the minting of a trillion dollar platinum coin (laughs) that they would mint at the last minute and then they would fly it from the mint and put it into a helicopter, hope it doesn't blow up, fly the motherfucker to the Treasury Department and the Fed once they have the coin, would credit the Treasury's account with a trillion dollars that wouldn't count towards the national debt that they could use to fund this shit. A coin. Now, I'm not an economist. Why can't they just electronically transfer a
1: trillion dollars to the (laughs) treasury in 2021. I I, I don't know that. Because you can lose a coin. (laughs) Because, but money's made up. It is. It's It's invented. Yeah. It's called a fiat economy. Mm -hmm. But, why they can't wire it, I have no I
0: I don't know. Right. And that's a last-ditch effort. It's not gonna happen, but uh, the mock-up of it I mean, it looks like a quarter it just has a one on it, and a little T next to it. A trillion dollar coin. I don't understand. I,
1: well, you're. I think this really underlays the fragility. For, y- yes, <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's a perfect example of of what I was trying to say. Of the economy is that we're reliant on a on a a system that's made up yeah and then that they kind of make up rules as they go along yeah. as well, I mean, think of like
0: crypto right now. it's like holy fuck, like talk about insanely interesting but
1: unstable as shit, yeah, but and even they like well, we have to validate everything. this one's going it's we're just we just yeah. made a coin that solves it,
0: yeah, they validate everything that's not backed <laughs> by anything, but we can't validate anything that is backed up by something. <laughs> right, it just yeah. it doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it is insane we'll make a trillion dollar coin and that'll solve it for this quarter yeah what if they put a q in instead of a t on there? quazillion Ooh. yeah like why stop at trillion dollars Why right. yeah right or or it's like a it's like a playground argument well i raise you one trillion well, right. here, here's infinity. Yeah, like, this is infinity dollars. Like you know how when we have friends growing up when you were young
0: and you get into little fights and tiffs and you'd like say stupid shit and like the kid that lived next to me we're actually really good friends now. Well, my dad's gonna sue you for a billion dollars. My dad's gonna sue your dad for a billion dollars. Yeah, why? Because I'm in a little dick right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's like, the same thing. Uh, okay, but infinity, infinity plus one—that's all. How, that's that's how much I'm gonna hit you. Like,
0: it literally is that. <laughs> it's funny. We were talking about the depth of Larry the Cable Guy jokes before the show started, yeah. and that comment is at the same level.
1: Only it's not <laughs> yeah, a joke. It's not a it's, joke. It's, it's the it's, same maturity level of thinking. It's a. It's something that could. Technically happened. Bill Engvall, that was the guy's name. Bill Engvall, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: the one of the four rednecks that didn't cuss. <laughs> well, didn't Jeff Fox Foxworthy not cuss? Yeah, he was more vanilla too. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then Ron White cussed Ron like White, a sailor. But yeah,
0: but that's all he does is cuss and stay stupid shit.
1: Yeah, he had some funny shit though. Yeah, yeah a few things. <laughs> Tater salad. <laughs> Tater's pretty damn good. Or I wasn't drunk in public until they threw me into public. <laughs> I mean that's a good joke. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't drunk in public till they threw me into public. That's excellent. Uh, so man, this has been Yeah quite an episode.
1: Has.
0: Yeah. And like we've said all along. We work our asses off during the day. We research when we can, as much as we when can. We can. Yeah. And then we hang out. I come over to your house. We talk for about an hour about what we're going to do. And then, unscripted, boom, we jump on here. You we know? do. Yeah. And we always give you good information. Tonight's another night where we give you good information. There are some nights where, man, we just kid it. <laughs> and it's rolling, and it's jamming, and we're laughing, and it's natural, and it's great. Tonight, didn't necessarily feel that way, did it?
1: No, it didn't. Uh, we're definitely trying to force some things.
0: Yeah, but it always um, it always sounds better than it actually is in real t- time, you know what I mean? Wait, it
1: sounds better than it, it actually sounds
0: be- It sounds better after the fact, so I'm driving home gotcha. and I listen to it, and I'm like, oh, that was actually pretty damn good and pretty damn funny. Yeah. We've had those moments before. Mm-hmm. So hopefully your you listeners will have Something totally it's better
1: right now. than we we thought it's been going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But we're smart. We know a lot of stuff. We don't have to research a lot of stuff. And we go off the top of our heads. And when we go off the top of our heads sometimes, we don't always necessarily have the right word or the right insightful way to say something. And sometimes we do. There's been moments tonight where we say things just perfectly. I wanna add a
1: um on that uh idea. I wanna add a correction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When we were talking about the California recall, we said 100,000 voters. It was not 100,000. It was 1 million. To get and it we, on the ballot. Yes. And we, okay. said, we said sent like four times. Okay. So we did not mean 100,000. We meant 1 million. If we had said it 10 times, would that count? It's just cumulative. Oh, fuck it. Well, yeah. the more you say it, the more it's believable. Exactly. So
0: a million, which it, it, it's still, if, if you have a... An effort, a collaborative effort, you can get a million fucking signatures.
1: Fuck yeah. They yeah. got 1.9. It's fucking California. <laughs> and it
0: failed. Just like oh, Notre miserably. Dame paying you see, $1.2 million <laughs> to lose in front of a national audience. Dude, that game, oh my fucking God. It was a sea of red there. They, 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 sh- they, they, um, they, um, I can't think of a goddamn word. They, um, they shut clutched. Up. They hushed the Dorothea oh, Crown. It was, it was about it was two fantastic. hours away from here. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more than that maybe, but yeah, not About two too and a half.
1: Yeah. It was
0: fantastic. It was the greatest thing of all time. Great one of the greatest college football victories of all time.
1: Yeah, I was um I was downtown, we were we were going to an FC Cincinnati game mm-hmm. and everywhere we went, everyone was just watching the UC game. Like, yeah. And we were like, What like literally the, like the bartenders were having like uh, iPads and shit <laughs> yeah, behind the thing? Right, they were like, right. What are you watching? And like you see, you fucking UC kick the versus... shit out of Notre Dame. <laughs> 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 That's was awesome. So, excited. Yeah. so that so, put me in a great mood. That that yeah. just, it's
0: as soon as that happened, I said, I hope someday we get to play Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. Well knowing that that would never happen. And then to beat his ass in Notre Dame would be the best thing ever. And then it, 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 it happened. It was beautiful. Makes me yeah, happy. Fantastic. Yeah. And as a Cincinnati fan, motherfucker fucker i deserve it <laughs> yeah it's been a
1: rough 20 years yeah the
0: last time i celebrated anything was 1990 i was in high school the reds won the world <laughs> series 19 fucking 90 of course they were the best team in 1995 but nope there was a goddamn strike so mm. and, but even that's a long time ago mm.
1: uh-huh. yeah well Congratulations, buddy. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I know you had a lot to do with that win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just your sheer uh, presence. And... So next week, we don't know what we're talking about yet. Nope. Um, never do. We never do. So send us your ideas. We will definitely do your ideas if you send them to us. Yeah. We will fit them in if we get too many for one episode. We'll either do a really long episode or we'll break it into two. Fuck yeah. I mean, you guys can decide what we talk about into perpetuity. Keep doing it. Send us stuff. We'll talk about it.
1: Yep. All right. All right? All um, right. So, Twitter, FDRs Wheelchair, or FDRs underscore wheelchair. Facebook, FDRs Wheelchair. Email, FDRs Wheelchair podcast at gmail.com. We have FDRs Wheelchair.com. And what else am I fucking forgetting? Um, well, that would assume, um, co-host, that I'm listening to what you're saying. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Um, just do just do a Google search for FDR's Wheelchair Podcast and all the actually, Twitters no, and the Facebook. we do and come the, up. Yeah, we do come up. Yeah. <laughs> we do. But you have to put in podcasts.
1: <laughs> yeah. So if you just put in FDR's Wheelchair, it goes up with some weird wheelchairs and <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. But throw in podcast and, hey, <laughs> there we are. Yeah. So, um, anything else you got to say? No, I'm good, man. This is great. This is fun. All right. Well, this has been... A Legacy of FDR and His Wheelchair.